Because yes, it's all well and good to say you need an open heart. If you are going to build love, if you are going to create love, if you are going to be a hundred percent sure on a magical day in June, when you marry the love of your life, then you need to know what an open heart looks like. And we can say, what the heck does an open heart mean? Well, today I'm going to show you because really the only way we know what an open heart looks like is how it presents itself when it comes to love, when it presents itself in the world. And you are going to be able to be an open heart detective, so to speak, because when you learn these things, you are going to be able to tell people whose hearts are open and people's, people uh, who have closed hearts. So you're a woman beyond 50. What is standing between you and the dreams that you have in your heart? I'll tell you, it's the story that you're telling yourself. This podcast is about keeping our hearts awake and open to love because those stories are what closes your heart and keeps it locked up tightly. It takes courage every day to face those stories, about 15 minutes a day only. In fact, I'm Bernice McDonald, Courageous Happiness Coach, and that's the journey that I'm on in this life. I want you to find your heart again, to find the real you, the amazing, courageous, loving, crazy, sexy woman that you were meant to be. Yep, even after 50. You ready? Okay, come on in. Let's take those 15 minutes right now. Hello, my lovely ladies. It's so wonderful to be back with you. And guess what? This is my 10th episode. Episode number 10. Thank you so much for being here and enjoying this moment with me. It's a dream come true and it's something that I never thought I'd get to, but here I am. And if we want to draw a parallel there, it's kind of like love, right? I remember that feeling when I was single in between my divorce and the most magical day of my life, which was my wedding day. Why magical? Because it's a day I never believed would really happen. You know, like you have all of this faith. You you do your best to believe that the right man is out there. And yet there's always this caution on the side, right? And I set a standard for myself, a standard that said I would never again walk down any aisle toward any man unless I was a hundred percent sure in this relationship, sure that we were building something that was worthwhile, certain that we had that over the moon, never leave me love that we all long for right? I know that's what you want because you're a human being. We all want love and we all crave love so much. And I know we have love all around us. We have the love of family, which is so precious and so important to us because it's a love we always have there. We 
it's something that never goes away. Those ties, those bonds are always there for all of our lives. We have the love of friendships. And friends are wonderful and can bring so much to our lives. However, what we really, really want and need because we were meant to is the love of a good man, someone walking beside us, somebody who, you know, on our paths, remember, you are a heart walking your own path. A man is also a heart with his own strengths and weaknesses and uh, abilities and gifts and uh, preferences. He's walking on a path beside you and you want to find that person that will walk side by side with you, not try to pull you onto his path and make you into what he wants you to be. That's what I wanted and that's what I found. And that's what I so want for every woman who is even a bit afraid that they may end up being alone for the rest of their lives because of the story they're telling themselves about there being no good men left out there. And it's a common story. Now today, what I want to talk to you about is the thing that is going to help you to relax. You're going to be hearing that word a lot over the next few weeks. Relax into love, relax into life. And I happen to have done an acronym for it because I'm an acronym person and it helps me to remember certain principles that I'm trying to get into my head. I'm trying to dig new ditches always to change, to become better, to become deeper, to become wiser, to just be me and not become anybody else in this life, to not succumb to other people telling me who I should be, but to constantly be seeking who I am. Now, I'm going to tell you the difference today between an open and a closed heart, because yes, it's all well and good to say you need an open heart. If you are going to build love, if you are going to create love, if you are going to be a hundred percent sure on a magical day in June, when you marry the love of your life, then you need to know what an open heart looks like. And we can say, what the heck does an open heart mean? Well, today I'm going to show you because really the only way we know what an open heart looks like is how it presents itself when it comes to love, when it presents itself in the world. And you are going to be able to be an open heart detective, so to speak, because when you learn these things, you are going to be able to tell people whose hearts are open and people's, people uh, who have closed hearts. You're going to be able to tell. For one thing, you're a woman and you're very intuitive. You can probably sense that already but you will only sense it from a, what, a really logical place if you have an open heart. Ironic, isn't it? So in order to be able to detect good hearts around you, open hearts or closed hearts, you need to have an open heart yourself. Okay, so using the acronym RELAX, 
you are going, this is how it looks if you have a closed heart. You've seen those women. Their faces are kind of pinched. You can see it in the, ex, in the expression on their faces. A heart is always reflected in the face. Now, I want you to do something. If you are able to right now, even with just one hand, if you're driving, then of course, one hand. But just where you are right now listening to this, clench your fist really, really tight. Now, this is, a, this is something that helped me so much when I was learning to open my heart to love again. Clench your fist really tightly until you feel your fingernails pressing in there. That's what a closed heart is like. Now, open your hands and let your hands just relax. That is what an open heart feels like. You just let your hands release. Let them relax. Now, when your fists are closed, close up your fist again. What you're doing really is you are in a push away mode. You are in a, a distrusting mode and you, you, you work in life with, a, with almost a fist. You're so protective and you're so fearful that you have a very hard time if somebody tries to give you something to receive it. Now open your hands again. Much easier to receive something with open hands, right? That's the picture, the story of what it means to be in a receiving mode. You're not all tightened up. You're not all, you know, sitting there with your arms closed. Now picture a woman with a closed heart on a date. <laughs> there she is. She's sitting there with her arms closed, right? Across her chest. And she's probably leaning back as far as she can from the man across from her. And all kinds of things are going through her head. As opposed to a woman who is approaching a date and coming to a date with an open heart. Now there you have a woman with her hands open. A smile is on her face. And when you think of relaxing, you can't help but relax your face too. Your hands are open. You have that smile on your face and you are receiving. You're just in the receiving mode. Now that leads us to the next thing, the E in relax is for elevate. That just means where your focus is. Now, somebody with a closed heart is focusing on fear. Bottom line, fear. They are looking for what's wrong. That's what they're focusing on. Now, behind the scenes, as we've talked about before in previous episodes, they are also focusing on their loss, all they've lost, what they'll never have again, and they don't give that person across from them much of a chance because they're afraid of them. Remember that life is simple. Two things only, how you see yourself and how you see others. So if you're coming to a date to the beginning of a possible relationship with this fear 
overwhelming you, gripping you, your hands clenched tightly, your focus on looking for what's wrong. I think I don't even need to describe where that's going to take you, what you're going to see. You're going to see the things that are wrong rather than the things that are right. You're going to see that he is too big a man for what you had in mind that and and probably heading for a heart attack or bad health issues you're going to watch how he eats you are going to complain and this is a common thing i hear from women all he did was talk about himself the whole first date he's so narcissistic yes we need to know that word narcissistic but we also need to be careful where we apply it and let me tell you this little tidbit about a man he approaches a first date, especially if he likes you, as if he's on a job interview. That's just how men always converse with each other. They're, they brag themselves up. They say they talk about their own opinions and what they think. And when he's nervous, he's going to do that even more so with you. It's just something to expect. Now, before we go on to the next one, which applies here, um, when you have an open heart where you focus is on him, on his heart, on seeing the person behind his words, on recognizing his attitude, on seeing um, what he believes and hearing what he's saying and doing your best to just understand who this man is sensing, looking for what's right in him, looking for the things that you could appreciate and the things that are strong in him. That's elevating. That is focusing on what's right. Now, learn. That is the L in relax. Remember, we've got receive, we've got elevate, and we have learn now with the L. A person with a closed heart, a woman whose heart is closed will come to a date expecting to be given to. She will actually be, as we talked about in the focus part, she will be looking for all that's wrong, which means that most likely a lot of her conversation, a lot of her comments back are going to be protective. She is closed and so she's going to come across as critical. In her own mind, she's criticizing. She's using words like, why would you do that? Why would you think that? Why would you respond that way? She's judging. She would say things like, what? You do that? I can't believe that you would think that. I can't believe you did that. She also will do give a lot of advice. Well, I think this and this, or you should do this, or you should never do that. Those are the things that a closed heart speaks about because you are trying to elevate yourself. You are trying to open yourself or you are trying to, to get back from him approval to prove that you're worthy. That's the best way to put it. You are always trying to prove that you have worth. Now, somebody who is learning with an open heart comes to a date, approaches a man in a way that feels interesting. You find him 
interesting and you present your opinions in ways that are non-threatening you you have discussions you don't you listen and you know where it is you don't need to say anything you just are observing him and letting him be who he is you are interested in his thoughts what do you think that is what the most key question you can ask a man when you say when you use words like wow you know what i feel this way or i i really would want this or that's something that i never thought of before what do you think always that question all the way through a relationship with a man is something that that will bond you to him and create an open relationship the a stands for ask and you know there are so many ways to ask of a man many of us come to relationships with this fear that we are not going to get what we need that we are going to become invisible because in past relationships that's how we felt that we were invisible that what we wanted wasn't important to ask for what we need is to be open to expect a man to just know what we need is to be closed and I have heard it before well he should know what it is I want he should just be able to tell he's a man and I'm a woman doesn't he know these things no he doesn't know these things again here's an interesting fact about men a man has a primary goal of making you happy that's what he really wants bottom line and he measures his worth he measures his own value by his ability to be able to make you happy that is something that none of us often live out we don't realize that that's where a man is coming from and so the words I want to just introduce to you are these as I think I already mentioned them I feel I want I don't want what we need to do is to tell a man what would make us happy I want because he'll always ask you so what do you feel like eating tonight hmm I want Chinese food bingo <laughs> he knows what you want he knows how to make you happy so tell him but do it in a way that is relaxed that is gentle that is open and always when you're talking with him ask him what he thinks I really feel like having Chinese food what do you think often <laughs> I will tell you this he will go with what your choice is because he just wants you to be happy you've heard that phrase happy wife happy life yeah it's really true I hate that phrase because I feel as if I'm a spoiled brat and if you're not careful you need to make me happy or your life is going to be miserable but in this case a man again measures his own worth by by how happy 
he makes you. The last thing we're going to talk about today is the X, which stands for excellence, because come on, how many words start with X that you could fit into an acronym? Now, if you are somebody who is tight, somebody who is all closed up, you are going to be about pleasing. You are going to be about hiding who you really are. That is the closed. If your fists are tight, that's what you're going to be like, all closed up. But if you are open and you relax your hands, you are going to discover all the joys of just being, just being. You, on that path, with your own preferences, your own tastes, your own love of Chinese food, that's okay. Your own favorite colors, your own personality, your own things that are really important to you in life and in love, like honesty, like family, like creativity. All of those things are what we call values. You will be excellent if you are growing and creating that person, becoming that person that is the best you, the most relaxed you, the person that you feel most at home with inside. That's becoming you. And that is what you bring to a date. And that's where you need to focus to bring the excellence of who you are into any relationship to be able to come with your hands open to receive to elevate him to learn about him to know how to ask for what you want and what you need and to just be who you are Okay, how do we get to this place? <laughs> this becomes the three power pillars that we can use to become this person, to learn to relax. And I know I'm going way over time today, but I want to just quickly say the three power pillars. Number one is purpose. This is your purpose. To learn to have an open heart is exactly this, because you learn to be a relaxed person who is at peace in life and in love. And you learn to do with the second power pillar, this is what you need to do is to ask yourself, what is the truth about me? Where am I on this relaxed spectrum? Who am I on a date? What am I thinking? What am I doing? What am I? Am I trying to impress him? Am I afraid of him? Or am I just being myself? and allowing him to be himself. The truth is, think about that. Who are you? What do you think? And then you need to follow up with that hope-filled action, which means you're going to go in a positive direction. What do you need to do to begin to learn this acronym? And if you don't remember it, I actually have a resource on my website that I'm going to put a link to that I want you to go and, and download. It's a little, very short, uh, eight page ebook with lots of pictures <laughs> that tells you 
what the acronym RELAX stands for and, and you can begin to build each of these areas so that you find your excellence, so that you find who you want to be in life and on a first date, on a second date, on a third date with a man. So go and download that ebook. Click the link. Also, please like this podcast. Please leave your comments about this podcast to let other people know that you're enjoying it. And I am so encouraged by that. Also, send me your suggestions. If you have ideas for how we can make it better, then please let me know. In the meantime, you go and have a wonderful day. Come up with that hope-filled action and practice that whole tightening up your fists, relaxing them, because we're going to use that a lot. And it's something that you can do every day to remind yourself to be at peace instead of closing your heart to open your heart. All right, I'll be talking to you in the next podcast.